Welcome back to the Randomonium Podcast. I'm John Stom. And I'm Danny Gula. And today, via the magic of the internet, we have a special guest. Yeah. Our friend, all the way from Los Angeles, California, Lauren Powell. Lauren Powell. Hey. Now, are you in the Hello. city proper? What does that mean? Like, I, don't, I don't know what that means. Like, either. actually in the city, are like you in downtown? one of the suburbs? I have an LA zip code, mm. but I am like... Like borderline Inglewood, because that's the only place I can afford a house. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. So uh, you might know Lauren from her work with Clever. Yep. Um, that's where we know Lauren from. Mm-hmm. We go all the way back to this summer where we met at a party. Uh, Lauren doing her own thing as a as an independent creator. Yes. Uh, rocking up with some pretty funny stuff on Instagram. Yes. Uh, if you don't follow Lauren Powell on Instagram and Facebook, uh, check her out. Lauren Powell. That's Lauren with a Y. It's L-O-R-Y-N-P-O-W-E-L-L. I can do this in my sleep. I've totally got you in my phone wrong, by the way. You've got two N's in my phone. Right. You have two? Lauren with two N's? That's crazy, man. Nobody has two N's. There's there's several people with two N's, no. I'm sure. <laughs> We're going to put it up on it as a lower third just to make sure people don't get confused. But you're, bad. you're notoriously bad at spelling. I'm yet. horrible at spelling. Don't feel bad. I can't spell my daughter's name. <laughs> All right, well, Lauren is joining us here on the podcast um, because if, if you haven't been following along, the, the Randomonium podcast is uh, we the way that we do it is past, present, and future. Those are the three uh, segments that we break it up into. Yeah. And each week, uh, Danny and I talk about something interesting, random, curious, uh, maybe even, even personal sometimes from the past, present, and future. Yeah. Uh, and the other person doesn't really know what the other person is going to talk about. Well, today, this is perfect because we have Lauren here. She's going to talk about the past. She's brought some topic that we don't know about yet. And, uh, yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty excited. And, and past is usually my jam. I love the past. So I'm excited to to just, just hear what from a different perspective what mm-hmm. you have to bring. So mm-hmm. uh, do you want to get right to it? Let's get right to it. Let's jump into the past. All right. Into the past, Lauren, what have you got for us? Okay, well, since it is the new year, mm, it is 2019. I, I got on Google and I was curious where the history of resolutions came from. Oh. Like, why do we make New Year's resolutions? Good How long question. have we been doing that? Is it a holiday invented by the Hallmark greeting card yeah. company, you know, industry? Okay. So, what I found is People have been doing resolutions since like the Babylonian age and it used to be like this thing where you had to pay back your debts to the to the gods or whoever and if you didn't make good on your promises for giving back the things you borrowed in the last year like you you fell out of favor hmm. and then it kind of evolved into like more traditional religion where it was like you are making up for your mistakes Right, so it's not about dieting. Okay. It's like, oh, here's what I did wrong in this past year. Let me correct that for the year coming. Interesting. So now, interesting. And now, interesting. Did the Babylonians? Yeah. They didn't use the same calendar as us, though. No. So this was before there even was a January first. It was just like I don't know how. I don't know what the marker was. <laughs> yeah. I like, do my research. It was probably called like uh, like Wolf Day or yeah or yeah. Forest Moon, sacrifice something day and start over. (laughs) Sacrifice and start over. (laughs) So it was more of a religion thing. It was, but it was like, it's just so funny how now resolutions are very self, you know, 
motivated. Yeah. yeah. It, before it was like, oh, I'm gonna, I, I did all these bad things. I'm gonna not do them anymore. Like I'm not gonna make all these mistakes or, oh, I'm gonna pay back my debts that I borrowed. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, I'm gonna go paleo for a year. <laughs> I mean, that, that's kind of like, that's paying back your debts to your stomach maybe, I guess. <laughs> oh yeah, your, your jeans. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, you get to get back into the old ones. So, are, are you a are you a resolution person? Not really. I I think like it comes and goes. You know, in my earlier, you know, in my more like impressionable days and years, it was like, yeah, okay, starting January first diets. But now it's like, we, we don't have to diet anymore. I don't know if it's just because I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, what you see is what you get. You know, you're stuck with me. Yeah. Um. So True. it's less about like traditional resolutions and more of like goals. What do I want to accomplish this year? Um, and just like taking a minute to to be like, okay, 29, here's what I didn't do for myself in 2018. Here's what I really want to accomplish in 2019, but not like, I'm going to give up wine. Cause that's just, that's a horrible idea. Yeah, nobody, you can't give up wine. Nobody benefits from that. Yeah. No. And you, you, you can't give up wine too. I feel like that's a, a source of much of your comedy. So yeah. <laughs> it's so my brand. Yeah. yeah. I, I loved uh, your recent Instagram video of uh, going to your friend's house and stealing her wine out of her <laughs> cellar. Was that really her wine cellar? My rich friend, yeah. You have a rich friend yeah. with a really fancy wine That's cellar. That's amazing. It actually wasn't that fancy. It was like at the like right at the bottom of her stairs. The funny thing is when we were recording it, I walked downstairs, she's still upstairs, and I was like, oh, I gotta turn the lights on. And I just go, lights on. And she like picked up on it and turned the light switch on <laughs> off camera. And it just like worked okay. out really funnily. So I, I bought into that. I'm like, dang, she's got an Alexa for her wine cellar. I thought that was true too. Um, so oh, good. So you don't you don't you're not big a resolution person. Uh, this past year was it like you know a big year for you. Some some major changes happened. So what what do you got? What are your goals for this next year? Um, one of my goals, a silly goal that's just, is like, um, don't say you're going to do something unless you're really going to do it, mm, which yeah. could mean going to the gym, audition, you know, sending in a packet to SNL. It's like, I'm not even going to vocalize that word if I'm not actually going to do it. That's Cause good. I think it yeah. just, it becomes like, you know, my husband has to deal with a lot of, oh my God, what, what am I doing with my career? And then on the other side, it's like, well, five minutes ago, you said you wanted to do this thing and then you never actually went in and did it. So it's kind of, yeah, I'm focusing on only saying the things I'm actually going to try to do and then getting, but just getting back into writing and really taking, I don't know, the SNL thing seriously or, or you know, comedy writing. So yeah. it, it's more about why am I living in LA, you know? Yeah. Well, because so, the weather's perfect it's... every day. Yes. Th that's a very good reason yes. to be there. Well, you have come from Clever, and that, uh, how long were you there? Like three years? Three years, like, on the dot. Yeah, so you're <laughs> you're looking forward to what's next, and that might be SNL, hopefully, and... Mm, Some more comedy stuff. Yeah. Which I love. Yeah, I think, you know, it's a unique era that we live in where if I write a sketch, I can go shoot it and immediately get feedback or get, you know people to watch it or comment, et cetera. 10 years ago, people auditioning or wanting to be on SNL didn't have that luxury. Yeah. Right. And nobody wants to read anything. So it's like, good, don't read other people's scripts. Here are 20 videos I've made, Perfect. just watch those. Yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah, definitely. 
Oh, do, do you have any resolutions, John? Do so you sure. guys, yeah, do you guys do resolutions? Uh, I've done one before. I've, I've done them before, like, I, I've done the fitness one before, like, I'm gonna go to the gym, and I never held that one up. Uh, I did, uh, a couple years ago, stick with one resolution for the whole year, which was, I, I play guitar, and I play guitar at my church, and, like, I made a con- it was just like a, I'm gonna learn to do this by not doing X, Y, and Z throughout the entire year. Like, I just restricted my guitar playing so that I could get better at playing guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I stuck with that wow. for a whole year, which was great, and this year I'm trying, um, I'm gonna try to listen to new music every week. Uh, I already missed last week, so I'm one in the hole. Off to a great start. I'm off to a great start, but I'm gonna try it for the remain remaining weeks in the year. It's easy to forget about just like trying to find new stuff to it listen is. to. Well, it was a short work week. It was a holiday, so I'll write that one off. Yeah, 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 well, yeah, yeah. This week, I or this year, I am uh, challenging myself to take a photo and like sh- take a shareable photo every day. Um, which sounds kind of like easy and maybe boring, like in the age of everyone has a phone on them all the time and probably. But you're super picky. I'm very picky. Very with what is what is worth showing? Yeah, so. so I'm I'm like not just like saying like a you know a snapshot of like here's what I'm here's what I'm eating right now, but more like I want to like take a photo uh, that I'm proud of. Yeah, yeah something that's um, I teach photography too uh, at the university that we went to, and um, so you know I, I want to be able to like take something that I can show my students and critique and all that kind of stuff. So oh, nice. it's uh, it's harder than it seems because I'm a full time working dad of three and one on the way, and I'm very busy. Oof. And so taking one photo a day is actually a challenge. It's, it's big. Well, and that works for your uh, for like the traditional year New Year's resolution sense too, like making up for previous because you didn't take a lot of photos on Instagram last year. It's so true. really, you got to make up for it, much like the Babylonians. Much like the Babylonians, uh, <laughs> yes, I didn't post on Instagram between October and December. So no Babylonians oh did. God. No Babylonians did that either. Believe it or not. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> you must have gotten so much done in those two months. You know what? I really didn't. It's sad because I scrolled a lot of Instagram and looked at a lot of photos, but yeah. I just didn't contribute. And that, I think that was part of also the the reason why I wanted to, to... I feel like this like itch to create, you know, as a creator in, in many ways, like video and photo and everything. I want to actually contribute and, and do something. And um, seeing all the... I follow a lot of photographers. That's most of what I follow on Instagram is like um, just different photographers that I like. Yeah. And so uh, I've, you know, kind of gotten a lot of inspiration, but I haven't like pushed myself to just take my camera out and go shoot and try to like put that inspiration into practice. And it's jump-started all the other guys at Bat19 too because we all are kind of like, we should take more photos. We're going to go on lunch breaks and just take photos of each other all day and like do fun things. <laughs> yeah. So like we're a little, it's a little cute photo club. You've kind of inspired everybody there to do that too. <laughs> so it's, we're going to be like when you see girls on a vacation like all like taking like several <laughs> pictures at the pool or whatever mm-hmm. like that's gonna be us but like at the food yes. court at the mall on lunch break mm-hmm. um, <laughs> taking pictures of the bricks on the along the yeah. side of the pool yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I saw your last I was going to say, you must have seen my last post. I wasn't going to assume you saw my Instagram post, but you did. Okay, cool. All right, well, let's jump into the present. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so into the present. The now. Talking about things that are happening now. Modern days. Modern days, although I I don't know how modern this is because I've not seen it yet, but I know it's very recent as far as its release date. Has anybody here seen Bird Box yet? I have not. Yes! You have? Okay, I've not seen it yet. John's not seen it, but you've seen it, so you're going to be our point of reference for a lot of this, Lauren. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, it's so good. Uh, so now we're all we're all influencers, creators, whatever you want to call us online. So has anybody here attempted the Bird Box challenge? No, and Netflix is pleading people not to do it. Well, they're pleading people to be careful. 
<laughs> for various reasons. Have you done it yet, Lauren? No, I don't know. I trip over a lot of things without a blindfold on. <laughs> it's just not a challenge that's meant for me. So the yeah. premise of the movie so, is like, it's, is it kind of like The Quiet Place, but like you also can't see anything? Well, what, what's happening? It, so there's these... There's these beings, or the extra, I, I don't want to spoil anything, but there's these beings that if you look at them, they basically trick you into killing yourself, right? It's not a being. Okay, well, we don't have to get to it, but regardless, <laughs> so if you look at whatever this is, you'll kill yourself. Okay. So. Yeah, it it makes you, yeah, commit, there's like, it, it sparks a mass suicide all over the world. Wow. So Sandra Bullock and a couple of kids are blindfolded through this entire movie. That's all I really know, and I really want to watch it. But I have two children, and it's been holiday times, and I have two jobs, so yeah. I've not done that yet. Also, I just got Red Dead Redemption, and that's all I've been doing this week. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. So um, is that a game? That's, or that's a video box? game. Yes. But anyways, the Bird Box Challenge is basically blindfold yourself and attempt to do everyday tasks. Oh my gosh, that sounds like a terrible idea. I mean, it sounds like something you do on YouTube. So none of us have tried this. So my question would be, do you think that you could hand, do you think you could do it or do you think that you'd do well? Let's start with you, John. <sighs> okay, well, okay, I'm picturing like, I wake up in the morning and put on a blindfold. I could, I mean, I think I could stumble around like, get dressed maybe i know roughly where like everything is in my house like in order to get out the door but I, how could you possibly drive like so you'd have to take public transportation i couldn't do my work is entirely visual so usually people are just trying to do like one task like i'm gonna do this while blindfolded okay. or like do a cut like they'll do a few different things but no we, i think it would be really hard do you think that you do okay lauren or my house is too messy. <laughs> I'd have to like really pick everything up off the floor. Yeah. Uh, it looks so neat from so here. They do. They drive in the movie. They drive in the How? movie. How? How do they do that? I don't know. Well, that is actually like one of the reasons Netflix, one of the negative things is yeah. somebody did tweet something out and I'm not going to share their Twitter <gasps> handle because I don't think we should encourage dummies to keep doing stupid things. No. Yes, we should not do but that. But this guy was blindfolded driving his car. No. Now maybe <gasps> the people are discussing whether or not it's fake, but either way it wasn't safe because even if you could see through it, it was still was, you know, making your vision worse. And he's on the interstate too in the That's video. That's a bad idea. And side note, th I feel like this is offensive to actual blind people too. That, that was going to be my one question too. Do we think this is actually empowering to the blind community? No. By, you know, maybe like people are going to get a taste. Oh, this is what it's like to be blind. It's so hard. Well, no, we're making a joke of it. We're, I, I feel like people are making light of it and like, that's how to, I feel. Yeah. I, I don't feel like it's a genuine, like, let's try this doing safe things. It's like, let's try and be stupid. It's sort of like a, I don't know. I feel like it's like a, it's a, it's a Tide Pod challenge, you know? Oh, it's so much worse than the Tide Pod Ooh. challenge. Did you Tide Pod challenge, Lauren? No, who if you Tide no, Pod I'm challenge, sorry, you die. I'm 31. <laughs> I'm an adult. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Nobody yeah. Tide Pod challenge. With, I assume, a college education. Do you have a college education? Partially. It's a miracle, but I do. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, so you you've got a you've got a continued education. You should know not to put a Tide Pod in your mouth. Right. Um, you should also. Did you guys? Tide came out with um, a Tide box, which looks a lot like a wine box, which looks a lot like something oh. I've done a kickstand on. Oh. I did see that. Like, and people were concerned. Like, oh no, is it going to be the Tide box challenge oh, next? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Are they just like? That one, I was like. <laughs> Tide is just like trying to, to be edgy now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw some scenarios out with, to you guys, and you tell me if you guys think you could handle it. Do you think you could make a cold breakfast, blindfolded, like wake up, go to the kitchen, make a cold breakfast? Yes. Oh yeah, that's no problem. Okay. Do you think you could make a hot breakfast? No. I mean, maybe if you're talking oh, yeah, like stove. Yeah, the stove is you so have a glass dangerous. Stove? 
Yeah. I have a gas stove. Oh, gas stove. I for sure would burn something. Yeah, that's just <laughs> that's just an accident waiting to happen. Maybe I mean, do you consider toast a hot breakfast? Like no, I consider you you like at least oatmeal, bacon. Okay. Maybe like some I feel like some sort of eggs. like something on the stove probably. Yeah, uh, I'm not trying it. I think I could handle uh, bacon. The egg would be tough because bacon you could hear, and you could like squeeze tongs around on the skillet until you find it. You know. I guess if you're wearing gloves or something, maybe. But the the bacon grease is splattering oh all over you. Oh my gosh! Yeah, the bacon grease powder. Uh, I don't know. What if you go to grab the handle and you grab the pan? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I think you just got to wear oven mitts all day just to be safe. <laughs> <laughs> I do that anyway. Perfect. So, uh, John, do you think you could get to work? Get to work. Yeah. Just like, I'm, if I'm not driving, I think I could get there. You think you could? Get, uh, I mean. Because right now we carpool. You know what would be interesting? I could blindfold right in the passenger seat of someone who doesn't know how to get there and like they have to take my direction. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I have to tell them when oh. to turn. I feel like I might be able to do that. that now would... you you parked a car. You parallel parked a car blindfolded. I did do that in a Vat 19 video. I, I parallel parked a car. But what? there was a guy telling me that could see. He was telling me when to turn. Yeah. So our boss, Jamie at Vat 19, uh, he has a, he has a pretty nice Tesla. His no wife has a very nice Yukon Denali. And we, oh God. we we took the panel van from work, and John put a blindfold on, and and we put it next to the cars, and J Jamie told him what to do so he could parallel park the car. Yeah, it was close. No way. I got within inches of, of hitting that Tesla, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't be able to do that well, without so in, help. In the movie, the way they drive in the car is the windows are blacked out that they can see the dashboard's GPS. Ah. Oh. So they, but of course. When it says turn right, uh, you know, you're turning onto a sidewalk, you're accidentally, like, you're yeah. in a parked car. <laughs> yeah. Like, that does not seem like it's a good plan. I, I'm interested to watch this because, like, I don't know, like, my first thought is just, like, just stay inside. Just stay. I don't know why she has to leave. I've seen, like, trailers where she's on a boat for some reason, <laughs> down, raging down rapids. Like, yeah. I, I need well, to. Well, it's, it's so good. You should watch it. But there are, like, it's nice because it, it it's like flashback and then there's present. So okay. you get you don't just watch her in a blindfold the whole time. Okay, it's it's up my alley as far as like style of movie. I really like like things like that. Uh, now here's the really tricky yeah. part. Do you guys think you could get across the country? So I think I could make it across the country. How? Like driving? No, that's that's I could walking. not do it driving. I think walking? I could do it walking. You think you could walk it across would, the country? It would take forever. How? I mean, the only thing is, like, I'm assuming if I've got, like, if I, if, if somehow I'm figuring out the food, just like the general travel there, I have a very good sense of direction. I can generally tell you with eyes closed what direction east, northeast, and west are, not south. South is hard. Are you like, wake no. up. <laughs> I'm confused because, like, the sun is moving. Like, it's gonna be really hard when it's like straight above you. It's gonna be hard to tell that you're facing. Yeah, but you're gonna wake up. You're gonna be able to tell where the sun is when you wake up just by feeling it. Maybe if it's not a cloudy day. She's doing an impression of you right now. This is you stumbling. I'm trying to see if I can tell where the ring lights are. <laughs> she, yeah. The okay. sun's a lot brighter than West. your ring lights, Lauren. Danny's gonna be like across the country in Montana, and Lauren's like stumbling through her kitchen, like yeah, <laughs> can't get yeah, out of here. Still can't get out of my house. <laughs> just generally, just just head, like if I'm starting on the west coast, I'm just gonna like I'm gonna get to the water. And I'm just gonna face the opposite direction of the water and keep going. Okay, that sounds easier said than done, I think. It does. I think it'd take a long time, but I think I could handle it. Okay. I think if you can cook bacon, you can walk across the country. Let's, Let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. I, <laughs> I, I might do a, uh, I might try one of these bird box challenges, but again, I feel like I, I don't want to trivialize uh, the blind community. The blind yeah. community. Yeah. 
So, because I, I do kind of feel that they're like, yeah, we are kind of making a, a game out of just their everyday life, but on the other hand, like, we could, if at the end of it you're like, man, being blind is really hard, you've learned a lesson, mm -hmm. it could be a positive thing. But, I mean, regardless, Netflix is asking people not to do it. This is the quote from their Twitter. Can't believe I have to say this, but... <laughs> this is, like, official this Netflix. This is official from Netflix. Can't believe I have, I have to, to say, say this, this, but... Please do not hurt yourself with this bird box challenge. We don't know how this started, and we appreciate the love, but boy and girl have just one wish for 2019, and it is that you do not end up in the hospital due to memes. <laughs> and I've never hurt myself from any memes. Have you, John? Uh, no, I've, I know. I, I, used to, I planked back in the day, but I never hurt myself planking. Yeah. You, you've been around the internet for a while, Lauren. Have She's you, trying have to you remember. Ever hurt yourself trying to recreate a meme? <laughs> Um, I did the cinnamon challenge when I was drunk. Mm, that sounds like a bad combination. Did you inhale it? I I think I just ate it. I like chewed it. Oh. <laughs> Let's hope that 2019 is just a better year for you know people injuring themselves because of stupid internet stuff. Like, let's just hope <laughs> that that's this is the last one. Yeah. I mean, it's not gonna be. It's not gonna be. It's definitely no, not gonna be. Just started. Yeah. We started the year with the bird box challenge. Right. It's like not even January seventh. Yeah. <sighs> People are already hurting themselves for challenges. Yeah. At least it's not. Well, I guess it could be deadly. It's not as bad. It's not as bad as Tide Pod. Yeah, that one's that one's just stupid. That one's real dumb. Yeah. That's that's just might as well be the poison challenge. Yeah, I think that that's a good name for it. We should just rename it uh -huh. poison challenge. Yeah. Oh, we probably just started a new challenge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Dang it. Delete I don't that. want to be responsible for that. Let's cut that out in editing later, Jeff. <laughs> um, All right. Well, let's move into the future and see if there's anything good coming up. Let's do it. All right. Into the future. The future. To the year... 2019. We're talking resolutions already. We kind of talked about that in the past. Yep. Um, and we touched on the fact that Lauren is uh, pursuing this career at SNL. Like, she's speaking it into action. She's going to say it and then make it happen this year, right? So, <laughs> I don't know if it'll happen this yes. year, but you're, you're working on it. <laughs> yes. So, SNL is the big goal. Um, I wanted to ask you guys, what would be your dream team SNL cast? Um you know, past, Ooh. past, present, or future. We're kind of breaking the future rules here, but th let's oh, say this man. is a hypothetical. So it could be anybody who's not on, never been on SNL to anybody yes. who has. Yes, it could be anybody that's not on SNL. Anybody oh. from like uh, your your neighbor who's hilarious, all the way to like you know Steve Martin. You know anybody that's been a cast member. Um, so yeah, who do you think? Who do you think it would be? Oh my goodness! First, I mean, I'll, I'll kind of get the ball rolling. I. I, okay, well, actually, let me also say this, this slight anecdote that might kind of help your thinking, too. I heard that um, that Lauren Michaels has this, like, saying um, that everyone's favorite era of SNL is when they were in, like, middle school or high school. Um, because if you ever talk to anybody and they always say, like, oh, oh yeah, SNL's not as good anymore, like, it's terrible now, it used to be so much better back when blank, you can always bet... What uh, when they went to high school or, or middle school based on when they say SNL was the best, which is it totally holds up for me because yeah. <laughs> I loved it in middle school, high school, like Will Ferrell. I mean, that was, that was like the late Chris Farley, like right when he yeah. passed away, and like I mean that just that was just yeah. the best in my opinion. 
But uh, I, well, my my theory on that is that it was always as good as it currently is. It's just people are watching it with or remembering it with rose-colored glasses. Right. So like when you watch the greatest hits of anybody, it's always good. I mean, it's, it's the greatest. But hits. whenever they uploaded like seasons of SNL, have you ever just gone back and watched an old season <laughs> from like your favorite era? Yeah. It's the same as now. You're like, oh, there's a few good sketches and there's a few that aren't as good. Right. Like every episode. I also, I also feel like we don't really give the cast due credit until they've blown up. Agreed. Like, Kate, nowadays, Kate McKinnon yes. is an all-star. But yeah. when she yeah. first started, were we, st you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Will Ferrell went on to be a huge movie star while he was still on SNL and, and so many of them did, but it feels like Unless you break out from being on the show for a couple seasons, people don't really qual qualify you as like that funny. That's really like, true because you've made it into the movies. Yeah, that's a really good point because like Keenan, you know, he's been on for 13 years or whatever. I mean, he came from TV, like yeah. you know. That's insane. It's been 13 <laughs> years. I still feel like he's like on all that. I know, right? Yeah. I my my dream team cast. I think. So like going completely, if I can pick from anything, anybody, I'll anytime. pick some old school people that I really like. Belushi. Belushi, okay. Um, I didn't ever really think Chevy Chase was that good on SNL. He's had some hits and misses. I, um, I see. I like. Yeah. I like Chevy Chase. Are you shaking your head at that? Oh my god. <laughs> have you read? Have you read his like interviews and article, like all this stuff? He is the worst human to ever exist. Really? No, but like, I, he just he thinks so highly of himself. He oh. thinks that like. If you read the history, you know he was only on SNL for one freaking season. Oh, yeah, for yeah. one season. That's, and some people and always talk about him, like, oh, Chevy Chase. I'm like, he was only on it for one season, yeah. and it wasn't that one good. One season, and he, he got, like, too big for his britches, and he moved on and went to go do movies, and then, like, his movie career kind of fizzled in the 80s or 90s. Yeah, right? yeah. For, I mean, for me, Continue. I, I want to like Chevy Chase on SNL because I loved Fletch. Yeah. Um, I loved all the vacation movies. like Caddyshack, yeah. all of those, yeah. Young Chevy Chase is just downright hilarious like yeah. in my opinion like he was a yeah. funny dude but i don't think he was really in his place like where he needed to be on snl but i saw so i would go belushi um i'd definitely go will ferrell mm -hmm. uh chris, chris farley, farley yeah. can't forget chris farley but like if i'm gonna think really outside the box i would have loved to see especially since we've had like youtubers and that have become like lonely island you know mm -hmm. they they went to snl you had good neighbor go to snl you even had um uh britannic go to snl as writers for a while yeah um, I would have loved to see Barats and Beretta get on there. Barats and Beretta. Joe Beretta um, would have Joe been Joe Beretta and, and Luke Barats. Oh, wow. Uh, I, I loved the sketches they, they did back in the day. Mm -hmm. And Joe Beretta still does some pretty funny stuff on um, on the, the Valley, Valley Folk. Folk. Yeah. I would love to see yeah. what, what those guys could have done on there. Um, yeah. Because I, I always thought their sketches were just, just hilarious. Mm -hmm. The good neighbor guys are all Steve Carell, maybe, could have oh, been good. Steve Carell could have been good, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Because it's funny, you can't just think like, oh, this person's really funny when they're playing like a straight character in right. a regular movie. It's like, they have to have characters. Yeah. And then I think about like Steve Carell in Anchorman was so funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And Steve Carell and like Bruce Almighty. Yeah. You know, th these bit roles that he had before where he wasn't the leading man, he was great. Yeah. I yeah. feel like he did Second City too. I think he did too. I don't know, I could be wrong, but I feel like he can improv really well. Like, I, I don't know if it's real or not, but like yeah. in The Office, he's always kind of like, Coming up with these little, like, it seems like quirky little improv stuff. I feel like he would be good. Yeah, and I know it's controversial, but I didn't like Fallon until The Tonight Show. I hated him on SNL. <gasps> 
Oh my god. <laughs> Such a soft spot in my heart for Jimmy Fallon. I know a lot of people do, but like I couldn't stand him on SNL. I I love him now. Like I think he's I think he's where he needs to be on I, the I on like the sketches with Justin Timberlake. Yeah. 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 I, I I don't know. I like him. Oh, always... Sandberg. Give me Sandberg too. Well, Sandberg. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's lone. That com that comes with the Lonely Island yeah. package. Yeah. It's funny. You guys, you guys choose all your like childhood heroes who are men. Yeah. Because when I first, my first instinct was Kristen Wiig, yes. yep. Maya Rudolph, Tina Fey, Amy Poehler. Yep. Like without even blinking an eye, those are just the people like when I think SNL, I think the women. Yeah. I grew up being like, I want to be her. Yeah. I want to be her. You know, you guys grew up probably being like. You know, I want to be I, him. Idolizing the guys. Yep. Yeah. I, funny. I, now that now you say that, I'm I'm recognizing my place and my um, my maleness now. And I sh I, w I would say yeah, throw Tina Fey in there too for sure. Like, <laughs> yeah. I loved Tina Fey on SNL. Um, Amy Poehler was so good. Though, Amy too. Poehler was amazing with Seth Meyers. Like Amy Poehler. Um, yeah. Weekend Update. I actually think Shane Dawson, old Shane, old school Shane Dawson, where he was doing like characters and sketches. Yeah. Like every day. I think he is so funny. Yeah. Like I know he's doing his like serious conspiracy theory thing nowadays, but every now and then he'll do this weird character bit. And he's got like he's just got really good comedy chops. I think he'd be great on an SNL. Yeah, I think he's got yeah, really just really good sensibility about like timing and everything. I mean, yeah, it all plays into like yeah. the even the new stuff with the editing of these new documentaries. Like he just has a sense of oh, like yeah. just telling stories and yeah, like you said, being characters and well, I think humor is a very hard emotion to kind of understand and to really do really well. Mm -hmm. So I think when you've got those people that do things really, really well and they do comedy really, really well, I think they have a really good understanding of human emotion and they can they can use that for other things. And that just made me think of somebody else I would really love to see on SNL. Same time. Jim, Jim Carrey. Carrey. Yeah. <laughs> um, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of comedians like that that can really pull off dramatic roles because there's something about like tapping into comedy that... I mean, I'm totally speaking out of my, you know, I, I don't know what I'm saying exactly, but I feel like there's a lot of great comedians can pull off really great dramatic roles because they mm -hmm. just kind of understand how to connect with people on, on a deeper level. So, yeah. I think, too, I think we are, we're more impressed with a, when a comedian does a dramatic role. Like, imagine if it was uh, just a regular actor who you've never seen do funny bits before yeah. in a dramatic role. We'd be like, oh yeah, he's he's a, he's an actor, right? But when Jim Carrey does yeah. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, it's yes. like, oh my God. It's it's so outside of the box for them that yeah. you're more you're more impressed. True, true. So, so Jeff, our producer, just informed us of a fun fact that Steve Carell and Jim Carrey both auditioned for SNL and oh, did not make it. Oh, really? You know who else auditioned multiple times and then hosted Donald Glover? Really? Yeah, I did know that. I did know that. That's crazy. Hosted that... and performed. Uh, yeah, that's a recently. dude of many talents. Uh, he's he, he is. Did you guys ever watch him when he was a part of the Derek comedy troupe? I haven't, I but I, no. I've heard of this on YouTube, right? Oh my god! Yes, you guys should look up Derek comedy's YouTube videos. They're like ten years older than ten years old. I saw them perform at UCB like before he was on Community. Oh, they, they were that was the good old days when YouTube was like sketch comedy. Sketch comedy. Like sketch comedy yeah. You know? Yeah. That right. is so interesting that that's I mean, when I think of YouTube ten years ago, even eight years ago, it's it was like yeah. mostly sketch comedy. My first YouTube channel was and a parodies. sketch comedy channel. That's what parodies. I like what I wanted to do was like yeah. sketch comedy, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if it'll ever swing back, because you know, now it's like very much 
challenges and like just like just kind of simpler things. But I mean, it's it, hard to non scripted. Non scripted. It's hard to get a sketch to get a view. Which yeah. is the problem. It doesn't have the yeah. shareability that a lot of the other content on YouTube has. Like we're like it really has to be like out of the park for somebody to be like, I'm gonna share this. And I feel like if you don't have that shareability, YouTube's just not gonna mm -hmm. show it as much. Any uh, uh, any favorite sketches of SNL of all time? Yes. Uh, Harry Carey. Harry Carey. Because it makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> like dead man. Which just... one is Harry Carey? It was uh, Will Ferrell being already deceased Harry Carey, but like doing a talk show interviewing people. He's <laughs> like, what's your favorite planet? Mine's the sun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the king of all planets. He auditioned like Jeopardy. with that. Yeah, Celebrity Jeopardy. Oh, gosh. Celebrity Jeopardy always like, I feel like I do that Turd Ferguson joke like daily. Mm -hmm. Like that, that's one of those bits I always go back to like, it's funny. It's funny. It's funny. I think one of the things that shaped me the most, and we've already talked about Lonely Island, but like I feel like their videos. I mean, so we had followed Lonely Island before, before even before YouTube. Like yeah. back when they just had a website wow. with like QuickTime wow. Player videos. <laughs> a friend of ours yeah. showed us the Lonely Island, and they had this like they had like two videos up. It was like just two guys and like a few things that looked like they had done in sketches. college. We sound like hipsters right now. Like yeah. we knew Lonely Island back. But yeah, I but remember. <laughs> Our friend Joey Jessius being like, you gotta watch this video, just two guys. And he, like, he pulls up this thing, you have to download a QuickTime video yeah. to watch it. It's, yeah, so, I mean, like, watching their whole, like, evolution of, like, their comedy and then going to SNL. And then when they really, you know, got the, the NBC budget to, like, do I'm on a Boat and, like, these huge music videos with, like, yeah. you know, Justin Timberlake and everybody. Like, that really shaped the videos that I was making at Bat 19 at the time, because I mean, I was really inspired by like, man, it's really funny to be, to do these like huge parodies that are, yeah, really complex and like take all this time and like kind of wow people, but also make them laugh at the same time. So I don't know, I, I, that really but shaped me. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's interesting because they weren't doing parodies. They were original. Yeah, yeah. Right? Right. So yeah. it's like, Oh, you can make funny music without just <laughs> copying, reusing someone's track and changing the words to what it rhymes to. Yes, like, yeah, that they was would, a big eye opener for me. Yeah, yeah, they would like parody the style, but wouldn't like would would write their own music. And I think they used a lot of loops and stuff to do it. I think yeah, I remember reading that somewhere. And that's true because yeah, like a lot of the comedy music was like Weird Al Yankovic, and that's like you know definitely like a parody, like a straight up. He would like straight up copy yeah. things, and that's what I remembered. Yeah, until Lonely Island. That's true. Like they would really. And parody music was really big on YouTube for a while. Like yeah. the moment Taylor Swift, Justin Bieber put out a song, the next day somebody had a parody yep. music video. And they're always so cringy. Well, not always, but most, like 99% of them were just so cringy. Unless you have like that one that's just like really well done. But yeah. yeah. That reminds me, I would throw uh, on my dream team, Justin Timberlake. Because hmm. I feel like every time he's done a sketch, like he's pretty, he's pretty he's so good. He's, he's too damn charming. That's true. Yeah. I just I just love him too much. <laughs> but he would have to do all of his bits with Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon I don't yeah. think he he doesn't do any bits without him. <laughs> Was it the uh, like when he always wears the suit like bring it on down to whatever village? Is he always doing that with Jimmy Fallon? Bring it on down to Tacoville. Bring it on down to Veganville. Yeah. yeah, I think it's always yeah. with Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah. always liked um, Kristen Wiig's Target, the Target Lady. Yes, Target Lady yeah, is so good. Target Lady's great. Yeah, and the, what's the one with like the little baby hands, like the little like. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, that inspired a movement. Yes, yeah. Kristen Wiig is so good. Kristen Wiig is incredible. Yeah, it was great. But no, I, I mean, I best of luck to you on that whole endeavor. I mean, I think you'd be great. It sounds like it's uh, just like anything in the industry. It's all in who you know. So yeah, 
I'm really hoping to kind of ride this like Instagram thing to sure. be able to like that's my clout. I don't I'm not gonna go like I did stand up, whatever. I'm not gonna go be I can't do open mics every night of the week to like try to be a stand up comedian to get into the comedy world. So my only way in right now is through like Instagram. Yeah. So we'll see. It's just you know, gotta say I can't you know, if I never get on it, I won't at least I can say that I I did everything I could too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you know, Will Ferrell did recently just make fun of us. That's true. So maybe we could reach out to him. <gasps> we're one. We're one degree from Will Ferrell. Yeah. Not really. What did he? What did he say? <laughs> um, well, have you seen our uh, Will It Clog series? At Vat 19. Vat 19. We, we with, were... with Liquid Plumber, it was like a sponsored video we did with Liquid Plumber to like clog some drains and then see if we could unclog them with Liquid Plumber. <laughs> Well, Liquid Plumber okay. also sponsored a Funny or Die thing, where like you know how he does the uh, like what, I'm trying to think of the uh, character. Cord. He Cord, does Cord like, Hosenbeck. Cord Hosenbeck, yeah. And he does like um, presenting, like he just did like uh, was it the Rose Bowl parade? Yeah. And he's actually they live streamed during the whole parade and did this whole like they improved. Tim Meadows was on there. It was Will Ferrell and Molly Shannon. And Molly Shannon, yep. and they they did this whole thing, wow. and they and. It looked like Liquid Plumber had sponsored them as well, and so he's like, "Have you seen this Will It Clog challenge? It is trending. Like the videos on on YouTube are hilarious. These guys are funny, and they but they keep and like it's so he, clearly he's all in character, but he's making fun of us, which we're like, okay, we'll take it. Yeah, we'd love that. That's amazing. That means he's seen you guys. Well, we weren't in the, we we were behind the scenes on that one. So what uh, on Will It Clog? On Will It Clog. Well, it. you were in it. Yeah, yeah you were in I'm it. For, no, that's the first one though. Well, third one. Sorry, Danny. He's seen John. He's seen yeah, me. My, my my bit got cut from the first one. <laughs> I was in it, but we decided it wasn't good, so we cut it. So, if you need some guys who've been made fun of by Will Ferrell, we, you know, we're your guys. We'll make some calls. Just uh, slip him a DM. Yeah. Uh, Eric, Eric did some improv with Tim Meadows. That's true. That's true. So we'll we'll, we'll try to pull some spr strings for you. We we don't know. really have strings, but we'll find out if we. Yeah, maybe have <laughs> we'll reach out. Yeah. Is it your wife does DIY. Tell her to make some strings. Yeah, Pretty make some strings. We'll, we'll literally pull we'll them. We'll pull them, yep. We will literally pull those strings. We are rooting for you. Uh, we are big fans. And uh, again, if you uh, who are listening are not following Lauren Powell on Instagram, go do that. At Lauren Powell with no, with just one N. Just, yeah, don't spell it wrong like this dummy over here. <laughs> no N. <laughs> Sorry, I almost went to no N's, just the one N. <laughs> I'm going to get there eventually, Lauren. <laughs> Again, we're going to put it up as a graphic because <laughs> you just don't even know how to spell. I've never known a Lauren with a Y, I'll be honest. Well, Good. now that you do. Good, point. I changed it myself. Did you really? Good for you. Well, this has been fun. Um... We gotta do this again. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Maybe, uh, maybe we'll Thanks come out to see you next me. time. We're in town and we'll do it. We'll do it live. Yeah. Next time we're in the Inglewood Absolutely. area. Well, you guys have inspired my uh, food challenge, like competition. Yeah. Uh, all I want to do is do food challenges and like beat people. You're so. really good at <laughs> it, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I'm really good at eating. You know, it's on my resume. Well, <laughs> thanks for joining us, Lauren. Uh, if you guys again haven't checked her out. At Lauren Powell on, yes. on social media. Yep. Uh, and for the Randomonium Podcast, I've been Danny Gula. I'm John Stom. Thanks again. See ya. Bye.